Welcome to the Senior Caregiver Podcast, where we talk about caring for aging loved ones and ourselves. This is a safe space that recognizes both the joys and challenges of senior caregiving, and our goal in every episode is to provide helpful resources and how-to information for you. Here's Bill Worthington. As we age, the natural inclination is to remain in our homes for a thousand good different reasons, beginning with the familiarity of our surroundings, being close to children, grandchildren, friends, and community. In fact, according to AARP, 76% of Americans age 50 and older say they would prefer to remain in their current residence. But in a sense, when it comes to aging, the more things remain the same, the more they change, if we can put a twist on that old saw. Today we're going to discuss home design for aging Americans with noted expert Andrea Owensby, Sunrise Senior Living's Vice President of Design. I think you'll be glad you're listening as we plan to cover a lot of ground on this very important topic with our guest. Andrea Owensby, welcome to the Senior Caregiver Podcast. Thanks for having me. Okay, where to begin? Well, perhaps uh, with our wonderful homes while we're young. In the beginning, it's about location, 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 affordability, the closeness uh, to schools and services, a big backyard for the kids to play in, the number of bedrooms, a master bath with two sinks, open floor plans, all the goodies we see on HDTV. But one thing we don't necessarily think about is senior-friendly design in the home at that time in our lives. Wouldn't you agree? I would say that's absolutely right. This is definitely something that is an afterthought in most of the situations for residential design. When we're in our 30s and 40s, should we be thinking about such things? We absolutely can. We probably don't. Mm -hmm. Still not even at that time. I would say it's probably not even until we get past the 50s and 60s before something happens. Um, It usually is incurred from something situational in your household that causes you to think about it. And by that point, it's probably a little past where you needed to start thinking about it. That's what I was thinking about, more or less, that you shouldn't put these things off. Especially as, yeah. as we, in my case, as I age, yes. it's going to be here sooner than later. And uh, you want to think about these things. What are some of the things that we should think about when making our homes more senior friendly? When you think about when to do it, it's really important to do it before you have to. Mm. Because by the time you're at the point where you have to, you have to make some swift decisions. And you could be improving your life before that with some of these things that we're going to talk about. Not to mention all that expense at one time. You go and do it incrementally. I guess it's the best way to do it, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes. So there's a lot of things right now that are not just about seniors, but convenience okay. and ease of living. There are things that will benefit us as seniors that we can do now that would be beneficial for us to use the entire time we're living in a home. Such as? First, I would definitely start off by saying there is a myriad of materials out there that you can pick when renovating a home. So you might just be heading into your next renovation, not necessarily preparing for being older, but things that you can do in your bathrooms and things that you can do in some of the decision-making you're having in renovations of kitchens. Those are big ticket items that cost you a lot of money that you want to do once and you want to do well that will age with you versus having to rethink them later. So not only are we going to work with seniors, your friendly design, we're going to save you some money with this podcast. Let's too, hope so. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, so where do we start in the house? Kitchen, bathroom, the living areas? I would say um, there's definitely uh, more value add to start in your kitchens and your bathrooms. Um, those are going to be places where you are frequent 
constantly spending your time. You're cooking, you're preparing foods, you're enjoying family and having things uh, a little bit easier for either reach or the ability to participate in those activities as long as possible, um, regardless of your needs, are definitely going to be your higher dollar things to do. But there's definitely some tips we can get into that are really simple, easy solutions in bedrooms and living rooms that just make your entire home a little more easier to navigate. Let's so let's do, start with bathrooms. Yeah, let's jump right in. Yeah. We, we've lived in our place for a while, and uh, we're aging, and we only recently put... Um, knobs and handles on on the drawers and things like that. I don't know why it took us so long, but I'm glad they're there now. Knobs and handles are something that are absolutely um, something you could miss and you think, I want the sleek design. I don't want to have anything. I want it clean. But the reality is, is so many um, folks experience arthritis. And so arthritis is is a complicated thing that could happen way earlier in your life than you feel like it should. And so having the ability to reach and grab something easily um, with not a lot of range of motion is definitely going to be more important later in life, but it makes it easier earlier in life as well. So having a larger uh, opportunity to grab more surface area is definitely going to be easier for seniors than having nothing at all or having something that has a very small profile. So thinking about the size of the things that we're we're buying for handles and knobs, that also goes for faucets and um, not just cabinetry, but making sure we have levers instead of knobs themselves. Arthritis really does a number on your hands and the ability to rotate is harder than the ability to pull. So you don't need as much range of motion to do a lever and they look nice too. Yeah, it seems to be all you can get these days, right? Yeah. The industry is getting smarter. Mm -hmm. They're definitely um, creating a lot of opportunity within the way that manufacturers build things. Most of this stuff is available at Home Depot or Lowe's or um, any home repair store. So you can go ahead and pick those things with a conscientious plan that you'll stay in your home, and it'll be great for you for much longer than if you had picked some of the more stylish things that are a little harder to um, manipulate. Since we're in the kitchen, uh, if you're creating that environment, the best environment you can have for aging parents yourself or whatever, is it better to reach up for things, get on a ladder? I'm guessing not, Yeah, I'm, I'm going to y- pose this to you, or down low where you can't get back up. You, you know, are sometimes. absolutely um, hitting the nail on the head. You don't want anything that's too high, and you don't want anything that's too low. So keeping the things that you use the most frequently in that range of motion that's really easy, one, that's going to save your back, it's going to save your um, risk of fall or your chances of harming yourself if you're a little unstable later, but also make sure that the weight of the things that you're picking up are at a good range. So for instance, you might have a large mixer at your house. You don't want to put that super low. That's a really heavy item. I don't even want to pick up my mixer these days. It's about the equivalent of my child. So, you know, picking that up, you got 30 pounds of a mixer. You're not going to use it as frequently. If you keep it at that height where you are able to, um, maintain a a good range of motion, that's going to help everybody. Same with putting things up too high. You don't want the risk of it falling on you, but you also don't want to have to get additional elements like a step stool or a ladder um, and support yourself as you're moving through your kitchen or your home to um, get up to those higher level things. So keeping in a good range is really smart. It's fine when you're 35, but uh, by the time you're 65, you start to think about these things. Yes, absolutely. So while we're in the kitchen, are there any other rules of thumb that make sense as we age? 
Um, I think one of the things that is um, good to note, I'm going to bring it to what we do a little bit as well. Keeping refrigerator, uh, same concept, keeping the things in the refrigerator that are at the right height. But even when you have a smaller refrigerator, let's say you are not needing the full scale large refrigerator anymore, the opportunity to have it up on a pedestal, if you have one of the mini fridges, mm-hmm. so that that way you don't have to bend all the way down. Um, we purposely build our designs out in our rooms so that that way we have the ability to heighten that. Mm-hmm. It gives us a little bit more storage down low for the things we don't need all that often, but it also means that the things that we are using are at the better height range for us to be able to reach things and our seniors to be able to reach things. What about kitchen tables and such? Yes. So um, very popular to have the bar height or the counter height um, tables. Those seem to be something that you can find very frequently um, in residential stores as well as um, just off the shelf stuff that you could buy. But that height is actually really difficult sometimes. So you want to be careful with the way that you have the chairs positioned Mm -hmm. in and around the table because it will get difficult to be able to maneuver and, and, get yourself in and out of those chairs. It's also a higher height. So if you, you know, have a need to step down, you might miss your footing and it's better to just have it at a regular height that is more consistent. It also is more inviting. So we have the opportunity that if somebody, you know, you have somebody over who is in a wheelchair, then they don't feel like they're sitting with their eye level at the table. Yes. And these uh, mobility devices, they're a godsend, but uh, maneuvering around and underneath a table might be a factor wheelchairs and also, um, you know, motorized scooters, things like that, convenience elements within the home Mm -hmm. um, are something that you want to make sure that you have the ability to really maneuver in and have a home that's adaptable. Universal design is intended for anybody in a wheelchair. You don't have to be a senior to be in a wheelchair. You can have other scenarios that would cause you to need to be in a wheelchair sooner than when you would consider yourself a senior. Of course. So we're in the kitchen. Shall we move on through the house? Uh, The placement of furniture along the way, for instance. It's really helpful to remember how you maneuver through your house and keeping a clear path. So making sure that things that you could stumble over or trip over, things that are also outside of the range of vision or something that might be small and tucked away could be a trip hazard. You want to keep those things clear. So one of the things that we also have found and know that residents and and seniors deal with is low vision. So that also comes into play when staying into in your own home is managing that process. It might be that you're fully functioning and, and able to maneuver around on your own independently, but maybe your vision is not what it used to be. So having a clear path is really essential. Additionally, having um, good contrast so that that way you can see where things are is also important. So you don't have to just decide on a color of a sofa based on what color you like. You can also put a little thought into how it will help you later in your life. Um, being able to see that sofa different from your floor surface exactly. is really... Textures, I guess, are very important too, I'm guessing. Yeah, so a good one that I think we all forget about is the carpets, throw rugs, what kind of floor surface you're using in your home. So when we often see in residential a hard surface flooring, so somebody has a all wood floors or something like that, we tend to also see a lot of throw rugs or um, custom, fancy, lovely, beautiful uh, rug designs that sit on top of that. But those are potentially a trip hazard. Uh, we're not suggesting you have to eliminate all of those, but making sure that you've got something underneath that really keeps those edges taped down and stay remain on the floor, that's really valuable. There is also a 
opportunity to think about the height of it. So you want to stay with something that's not super thick because then you have less likelihood that you're going to trip or fall or also get that caught on a wheelchair or walker or something like that. So as you age in place, the height of your rug's important just as much as where you have your rugs. And um, I would call them unnecessary pieces of furniture, but that's not really the way to talk to a designer. There's nothing unnecessary, but think little tables and things that once upon a time were very important perhaps in your life. Yes. You probably want to get rid of those or at least yeah. move them so that they're not in your traffic area, yes. your main traffic area. I think we all tend to get attached to certain pieces, things that were our, um, you know, remind us of our family, remind us of um, people in our lives or came, you know, handed down exactly. over time. And you definitely end up with a lot of things in your home that um, have sentimental value, mm-hmm. but may not have the right type of edges or um, support that you need. So it's important to think about where you're walking most and have the things, like I said, clear some of those things out, but make sure that the things that you do have are stable and sturdy. If for some reason, and you were to wobble a little bit or need a little bit of support as you're walking from one end of your home to the other, having something that's not going to tip over when you are walking that that path is definitely going to help you more than having like a floor lamp, for example, that maybe isn't very sturdy, won't hold your weight, and it you go to rest on it and it tips over. Now you have a, a worse situation than you intended to have. Well, I'd like to get around to the rest of the house, but I'm thinking about someone right now that is uh, shopping around, so to speak, uh, for their aging parent. Uh, what are some of the things that they should be looking for in terms of uh, tips and, and ergonomics and stuff for their, their parents? Yeah. You know, we tend to incorporate so much of this into what we do and our, our buildings are already equipped with so much of this that we've been talking about. At Sunrise Senior Living Communities, you mean? Yes. But um, I think some of the things that first come to mind are the key places that somebody's going to have the most possibility of a risk or a concern um, when they're by themselves. So the first thing that comes to mind is the grab bars and the heights of toilets. Those are simple changes that you can make. A number of the manufacturers out in the world are making really pretty grab bars that you would not think it's a grab bar. You think it's a towel Mm. rack. So you can put that in now and have that um, gives you a little bit more surety um, in a scenario where you might be more on your own and not having somebody come and visit you and support you in that scenario. Also doing a comfort height toilet. Um, they're a little bit higher. The industry calls them comfort height. What they really are is they're about an inch and a half taller than a standard toilet. And that means that when you're already seated, it gives you a little bit more height to be able to get yourself up versus having to rely on anybody else. And then I think the next biggest thing is lighting. So making sure that you have adequate lighting in your home under cabinet lighting, when you're doing task lighting in a kitchen can keep you independent and uh, available to, you know, continue to do the things that you enjoy the most. Again, with uh, your vision decreasing as we age. Yes, That's yes. very important, isn't so, it? Yes, and then also making sure that the um, pathways that you're traveling the most are well lit. So even if that means have a nightlight in the hallway when you have to travel from your bedroom to the bathroom so that that way you're steady and sure in the middle of the night when you wake up. So lighting, definitely critical. And then I think making sure that you just have 
trip hazards removed um, as much as possible. As we age, we tend to lose a little bit of range of mobility. We tend to shuffle a little bit more than when we are full stride. So that shuffle, when you have area rugs or um, sharp pieces of furniture, coffee tables that have really pointy edges, as you're kind of moving around, it's definitely better to have those softer curves to furniture and a really clean floor in order to be able to not have a, you know, a trip or a risk at, involved. Sure. Uh, getting back to those uh, heightened toilets, um, my mother-in-law has already told me that I need to get all of them replaced. I've yes. done one or two, but... yeah. That should be next as far as she's concerned. Yeah. And it's the truth. Yes. You can do that. Change at any age. There's no right age for having um, a comfort toilet seat. Exactly. There's definitely advantages at any age to doing that. Well, Andrea, I feel like we're, we've only really scratched the surface. There are a thousand things you can probably talk about. I could talk all day long. I don't think we have that much time. Well, all I can say is that these areas we've been talking about are invaluable. So... Give a listen to some of the other Sunrise Senior Caregiver podcasts, especially those featuring our guest, Andrea Owensby, Vice President of Design for the many well-designed Sunrise Senior Living Communities. More on the way, but that's it for now. Head to the website, theseniorcaregiver.com, which we hope you'll freely use as a resource for senior living. Thank you for listening. I'm Bill Worthington. The Senior Caregiver podcast is brought to you by Sunrise Senior Living. With communities in the United States, Canada, and the United Kingdom, Sunrise residents receive personalized care based on their unique interests and needs with a focus on preserving dignity and promoting independence. For more information and resources, please visit sunriseseniorliving.com.